0: Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are going to talk about how to quit spamming and why I'm asking people to quit trying to sell me more stuff. And instead, I want us to be able to focus on real value to our audiences and to our communities. So last week, I was out of town and I was speaking at the HubSpot inbound event. And it's funny how sometimes when you're away from the office, you Actually, become more aware of how much of our life is spent responding, is spent in a reactive mode. And as I was trying to silent my phone as I was getting up on stage and trying to enjoy the event and spend time face to face with some colleagues and good friends. I couldn't help but notice how much my phone was beeping and buzzing and just making all kinds of racket. And I just kept looking at it thinking, geez, what are all these people trying to contact me for? And can I just get this thing to shut down? And I got back to my hotel later in the day after the event. And I was going through all my notifications. And some of them really grabbed my attention. And I have to tell you, it's not for a good reason. So they weren't grabbing my attention because I was so excited about the content that was behind the notification. And there were a couple in particular that grabbed my attention more than others. And it was basically because it was complete spam. And I had given my email address to some of these organizations. And a lot of them are probably some organizations that you know. They're well known from Fortune 100 brands down to some really popular organizations online that are more small business, medium business type of organizations. And as I was looking at my messages, I was getting solicitations to join groups on LinkedIn from people who I had just met on LinkedIn. People sending me email notifications via LinkedIn, an inbox message saying, hey, come join my group. Well, who are you? Why don't you introduce yourself to me first? Uh, What about all the people who were trying to sell me SEO services? I had an offer to get a new mortgage. All right. I just got a house a year and a half ago. I'm not even thinking about moving right now. We still finally just got boxes unpacked a few months ago. Everything's unpacked now, including our garage. Hooray. Pound winning. Right. But invitations to attend events, to buy a new book being launched, and even another invite for a Microsoft Excel training course that I had received a couple times already throughout the week. And this is from an old buddy in Tampa. I mean, seriously, people, I learned Microsoft Excel 15 years ago. I really don't need a new class in it right now. None of these emails that I received focused on any value to me other than a couple of them that included invites to events and that type of thing. And there were a couple where it was content that I had subscribed to when I actually read the content. And I know one of the emails that on this day that I'm referring to, I actually listened to a podcast that day while I was getting ready. But none of them hardly mentioned how they could help my business. And instead, they were focused on me, 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 meaning them, them, them in regard to the person that was sending it to me. Nothing about me as the recipient. Okay. I say pound fail. If you are not focusing on the needs of your audience, in your communications, leveraging social media, you're failing before you even get a chance to say hello because you're not saying hello. And so for the LinkedIn spammers, I never asked for your email. I connected to you on LinkedIn. I'm not asking for you to spam my inbox. Just because I connect to you on a social network does not give you the right to start spamming me. It doesn't mean I want to start seeing your spam. Why don't you start by saying hello? What happened to hello? My name is Tom. How are you today, Pam? I mean, just say something. Say something beside, come join my group or come download this thing or whatever they're asking me to do. Why don't you build a relationship with me? Why don't you offer me something valuable, something useful before spamming me and others in your community on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Twitter? and the list goes on. There is such a lack of focus on value coming from brands and people today. So I am talking and referring to both brands, the people within the brands, as well as human beings who are building their own personal brand. And they are starting to build their personal brand and they get all excited and they start to see social as a way that they can, wow, now I can reach out to all these communities and I can send one tweet and, you know, reach X number of people. And They get overly excited about it, and they have not learned the ins and outs, the art of social and how this ecosystem works, and they start just cramming spam down people's timelines on their Twitter feeds, on their Facebook feeds, and they are hurting their brand more than helping it. So if this is you today, I'm giving you some serious, tough love, and I encourage you to listen to the rest of this podcast and to really start to think about what you're doing online and really start to focus on the value that you can offer your audience above and beyond what everyone else is doing. Imagine if you did that. Imagine if you offered content that actually helps people solve problems. What if you offered me a white paper via LinkedIn that I don't have to give you my email address for? What if you said, hey, Pam, make it personal. I noticed that you do this. Why don't you check out this white paper on topic A, B, or C? And there's no reason for you to give me your email address here. Just go here and you'll be able to download it. Wow, that would be something of value. Maybe if we had at least had a conversation prior to that point, but don't push me to your webpage when I've just met you because I might just sign up for your newsletter. I might just give you my email address if you inspire me to connect with you and you have a goal of helping me achieve my goals. Because remember, we want to inspire our audiences to connect with us with a goal of helping them achieve their goals. And when we help our audience and our customers and our partners achieve their goals, we achieve our goals by default. And remember that every brand touch, every communication that you have with me and with others in your community is a direct reflection of you and your brand. And just because you can spam does not mean that you should. So let's talk about 10 things that you can do to provide more value versus quote unquote, sell more stuff. Number one tip know your audience. And if you know me, you know I talk a lot about this on my blog and on my podcast. Check out episode four for 10 things you must know about your audience. But bottom line, Everything comes back to your audience. Who are they? What are their demographics? What do they do for life? What do they do for their business? What is it they aspire to be? What inspires them? What do they want to be when they grow up? What are they doing now? Where do they work? What time of day do they work? Where are they hanging out online? What tools do they need? How old are they? How old are their kids? Do they have kids? Are they married? What products do they need? How can you help them solve their problems What keeps them up at night and how are you going to provide unique value to them? Which is number two, how can you provide value to your audience and to your target markets? You cannot and you will not ever know the answer to this question until you take the time to know and understand your audience. Because if you don't know your audience, you're never going to help them solve their problems. And we must invest in people, invest in understanding how you can inspire them to connect with you how you can help them achieve their goals, what makes them tick, how can you connect with them in a more intimate way than what any of your competitors are doing, how are you going to help them meet their business goals in a unique way, how are you going to help them solve a problem, how can you provide a better and unique service to them, that helps them service their customer. So you need to be focusing on how you can provide value to your audience and target markets, to your community, to your partners, to your colleagues that is unique and that is far beats status quo. Number three is make sure that you keep the message focused on value. So don't just send me an email telling me to check out your world-class training when I don't even like the word world class. Quit using those words. I thought that was a word that got stomped in the early 90s. What is world class training? Can you define that for me? I had three messages in my LinkedIn last week that said world class service. What does that mean, people? Quit sending me The spam language and focus on value. Focus on telling me what exactly you are going to do for my business. What is it that your class can do for me and my business? What can your group do for me and my business? I don't care that you set up a new group on LinkedIn. Woohoo! Everybody has set up a new group on LinkedIn. Focus on why I should join your group. Why are your SEO services better than your competition? Okay. I don't need your SEO services, by the way. And if you're an SEO company, that's great, but I can tell you filling out 10 web forms in a week is not going to get me to call you back. Okay, We have our own social media optimization, search engine optimization services that we offer. We have partners we're already using. So if you would like to work with us, the best thing you can do is build a relationship with us. You're not going to get in through my web contact form. Number four is provide a reason for me to more intimately connect with you and trust you. How are you going to earn my trust? How are you going to help me? Want to connect with you. And if you are a contact on LinkedIn, don't spam me every week because you are just hurting that trust. You're hurting what could be a relationship from the start. Send me a message if you must, but insist on focusing on inspiring me to connect with you further, not to just take that desired action that's going to help you. Focus on how are you going to help me? Remember, this podcast today is talking about how we can provide more value for our audiences. Offer me something that I can't resist, something that I want to provide you my email address because I need to get the information. Bingo. Now you have my email and I have opted in to receive more communication from you. And that's why that first touch needs to be so on value versus spam because that is the first opportunity that you had to get in front of me. That first brand impression is so important and you're either going to move me one step closer to you or you are going to move me five steps further away from you if you are taking advantage of that connection that we have made. So provide a reason for me to more intimately connect with you at every single touch Number five is develop an editorial calendar. And the better that you can organize your content aligned to your objectives and your goals and your audience with a focus on inspiring, connecting, and providing value to your audience, the better your results are going to be. And if you find yourself sending out spammy emails or LinkedIn messages or tweets at the last minute because you didn't take time to plan, an editorial calendar can do amazing things for you and your audience. Number six is develop a plan. So know your own business and develop an integrated plan that supports your business goals and objectives. Avoid random acts of marketing at all costs. Focus on an integrated plan of both offline and online marketing that will deliver a consistent but forward-moving message that will connect you with your audience on a regular basis. You want to be having that drumbeat going where it's a continual pulse that you are getting in front of your audiences in a positive way and bringing them, inching them back closer to you each and every time. Be patient. Number seven is leave your audience wanting more. So if I don't get to the end of an email or a LinkedIn message from you and I'm either inspired or wanting more then you have failed in that message, the chances of me taking action on your behalf, something that's going to help you meet your business goals are about zero. If you have not inspired me and left me with some type of desire of something else that I need from you something that you are going to help me with, something you're going to help me solve problems. So leave me with a value nugget that I want to look at when I get back to home base on my laptop, wherever I may go so I can take a deeper look at it, even if it's something that isn't going to be perfect on my iPhone, but something I'm maybe going to want to print and I'm known as printer Pam for a reason. So a lot of times I will spend time during each week reviewing things like white papers and resources that go in depth, studies and data. I'm a data junkie. So if you can give me something that's deeper than what other people are giving me, I don't like just the surface content. I like to go deep into why are communities doing what they're doing why is social providing such results for different types of organizations and industries and the list goes on so that's me that's not everybody but for the people who are trying to serve me as their audience those are the types of ways that they can get me to that next level to want to connect with them number 8 is don't repeat the same message over and over and Yes, I know that you think your services are the absolute best on the planet and that nobody else has anything like you. However, let me tell you, honey, you got competitors. And whether you want to admit it or not, you have competitors. And you need to take a look at your industry and see your competition and know your competition if you think that you don't. And I can tell you that your competition, you at least have a few competitors. If you are spamming, you likely have competitors who are not spamming. And guess what? They're reaching out to your same audience. And so if you are only repeating the same spam messages over and over and you compare that to your competition who is nurturing relationships, who is providing value, who is providing resources and content and knowledge that is helping their audience, which is also your audience if you are competing, achieve their goals, inspire them to connect with that brand, who's winning? Pound winning is your competition. So if you are just spamming and sending the same messages over and over, you are hurting your brand more than you are helping it. And you need to get out of your box. You need to take the time to slow down to speed up Make sure that you know your audience. You need to set goals and objectives and build that content calendar that's going to help you connect with them. Build that message framework. Build that brand architecture. Know what you want to communicate about because chances are you are spamming and you are sending the same content over and over because you don't know what else to do. You have never built your plan or your strategy. You don't know how you're going to connect with your target audiences. You may not even know the first thing about your audience. So that may be where you need to start. You may need to set goals, but quit repeating the same content that is not valuable. You're coming across as a spammy salesperson. Number nine is talk to me like a human being. Remember, I'm not a robot. I'm a person. I have a life. I have kids. I have a husband. I have things that I do every single day that are not 100% about work. I go out to eat. I go to the gym. I hang out with my friends. I go to the beach. You know The list goes on. So don't always just talk to me like I am a buyer at the cheesiest used car lot on the planet. Instead, treat me like a friend. Treat me like a professional. Respect where we are in nurturing that relationship. If you just met me, don't treat me like I'm your best friend. You need to earn my trust first. We need to get to know each other because a best friend could send me a link via a Twitter private message, direct message and say, hey, Pam, will you share this link for me? And guess what? I probably would share that for them. But if you send me a Twitter direct message and you're asking me to tweet a link for you and I just met you today, it's probably going to come across as spam. And I'm going to think the only reason that you're connecting with me is you want me to share it with my 200,000 plus followers on Twitter. So build relationships focused on the right reasons and treat me like a human being. Respect my time. Don't talk to me like a bank ATM that your only objective is to withdraw money or to withdraw mind share and brand impressions that I will share your content with my network. Treat me like a human and I will treat you like a human anyway, whether you treat me like one or not. And last but not least, is just be real and be authentic and Know the difference between transparency and authenticity, which I cover in another one of our podcast episodes, but make sure you know there is a difference between being transparent. Your transparency can differ based upon who you are nurturing relationship with. Your transparency doesn't have to always be exactly the same with every relationship in order to be authentic. It can vary. There's a big difference between authenticity and transparency, and particularly when it comes to online. And I think it's one of the areas that people get the most confused. But make sure that you are you. There is only one you. And just embrace it because the you factor is your Zoom factor, my friends. So being yourself is what is going to help you in your business. Trying to be like all of your competitors is not going to get you where you need to go. You need to find your own zoom factor. What is going to help you in your business and life? What is the unique you that you can add to every situation, to every conversation that is going to help you inspire and connect with your audiences in a real and authentic way? And if your business is struggling, let us know your business is struggling. Send me a note on LinkedIn and say, you know what, Pam, I really could use some leads. Don't send me a note on LinkedIn and act like your business is the best thing since sliced bread when you can't even keep the lights on in your business. Tell me the truth. I need help, right? Come hang out on our Get Real chat on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We help business leaders of all kinds achieve their goals. We do the same thing with our agency marketing nuts. If you need help, ask for help. Don't pretend that you know everything that you're doing if you don't. And I encourage you to check out the episode where I talk about social media fakers and why you should not fake it until you make it. You need to build a business and you need to be humble while you're building that business. And yes, I believe in being who you want to be tomorrow, today, but there's a very gray line that you need to make sure that you don't cross. And you need to make sure that you are real and that you are authentic and that you are building relationships that are going to be built on trust and that those relationships are going to be able to be endured over time and can be that foundation for both your life and business. Because when you humble yourself and you share the good and the bad of your business and life and you take people along for the ride with you, what happens is they are part of building you. And you will always be, even if it's just 30 days ahead of other people that are starting behind you, you will always be able to be a source of inspiration, a source of teaching to other people who are behind you. Because even if you think of where you are right now, think of people that are 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, a year ahead of where you are, you can learn from them. And if you get started now, that's going to be you in a year. And so don't compare your chapter one to other people's chapter 20. Make sure that you are your own person today. There's only one you. And find that you factor that is going to help you Zoom your business and your life. And when you do that and you take your audience and your community along for that ride and you share the good, bad, and the ugly, then when you reach success, guess what? They help build you. And so they want to see you succeed and they're going to celebrate your success with you. They were part of it. They experienced it. And there's no better way to bring people closer to you and your brand than to enable them to be part of something. People want to be part of something bigger than what they can do by themselves. People don't just buy things. They join things. And when you give them something big to join, something that's bigger than themselves, it is amazing what happens. It is amazing the results and the relationships that are formed because of such. So that's all I have for today. And I hope that I have inspired you To quit focus on just selling me and everybody else more stuff. I want you to focus on value. I want you to focus on relationships. I want you to focus on content that helps people solve problems. Social business and life is not just about selling. It is about inspiring and connecting. Welcome to the inspiration and connection age. You are here, my friend. So I hope this provided you value. I know that your time is limited. I am so honored that you spent the time here with me today listening to this. The Social Zoom Factor podcast, I encourage you to check out the resources that we have. I will make sure to put all of the resources I mentioned plus more on the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com slash 60 for episode 60. Thank you so much. That's a wrap.